Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic hits. I saw this piece today in the paper. It reminds me of what I've been saying for years on this show. And I'll come to what I've been saying for years in this show in a few minutes. But... As we heard in the news earlier on, the HSE is due to appear before the Oireachtas Health Committee today to discuss basically the state of the Irish Health Service. Among the main issues on the table is overcrowding, bullying in the workplace and staffing issues. Yesterday it was suggested in government that it's time to consider requiring nursing and medical graduates to stay in the country for a number of years after they graduate to improve staffing levels. That indeed will help our health service because we have a massive shortage of doctors, nurses and staff many of whom we are importing at the moment because we can't get our own staff to stay here. There was a suggestion a while ago that only one in five are actually staying in the country. And you could argue, so why would they stay when they can get more money in Dubai, America, the NHS? Well, although they're in some state at the moment too. But generally speaking, they can get more money in a lot of places in the world than they can get in Ireland. For example, you study in Ireland and stay here after you graduate. In this case, your fees will all be covered. Alternatively, you study in Ireland and you move abroad. Afterwards, if that's what you want to do and you feel the need to get out of this country, if this happens, you must pay back your college fees. Free fees, basically, for those who stay and work in the country. Now, we ha- I don't have the maths. I'm not an expert in economics or taxes, but I'm sure it could be all worked around through tax credits. They do it in Australia or they have a similar system for certain courses. It doesn't have to be for every course. We could do it, for example, for doctors and for nurses and for particularly for people we need in this country, I suppose. That would be the main thing. That we essentially abolish college fees completely. Now, remember, Irish college fees, by the way, are extremely low. We subsidise third-level education in this country. The taxpayer is paying for your college fees, essentially. All you're paying is an administration fee. It is a bit expensive, three or four grand, whatever it happens to be, and then your digs on top of that, that's your own business. If you were in Belfast and you were going to Queen's University, you could be paying 20 or 30 grand for a semester. So realistically, we do get a good deal when it comes to third-level education, but let's make it even better. Let's abolish college fees completely and say to somebody, well, okay, you want to be a nurse, you want to be a doctor, you want to be a teacher, you can do it. We won't even charge you. But here's the catch. You must stay in this country for a period of, let's say, five to ten years. We'll have to work it out based on the course of the cor- uh, the, co- the cost of the course. And over that five to ten years, it's automatically paid back to the state in the form of credits. So once you're working here, you pay nothing. It's not even paid back as a loan. You pay nothing. For every week you work in this country, you get a credit back off what it would have cost you for those fees. But if you leave the country and you use your education that we as taxpayers have paid for in another country to benefit their economy, well, then you have to pay the fees back. Then you start paying weekly, as they did with one staff member in this radio station many, many years ago, who was from another country, and our boss was instructed to take a certain amount of money out of their wages and send it to the the government responsible. So, in other words, you pay for it if you leave, you get it free if you stay. Would that be a good idea? I think it's a great idea. Now, there's pitfalls to it, of course, because now we're taking away the freedom for somebody to travel at the best years of their life because most people want to travel in and around the age of 20, 23, 24, whatever it happens to be. That's the time people want to sow their oats. They want to see the world. So we're taking that choice away from them. We're taking away the opportunity probably to be more successful in another country because Ireland is limited in how much success you can have. So we're taking those options away from them. But in saying that, we have to do what's best for the country, don't we? Or do we? Let me know what you think. And the question is, should college courses be free? 
provided the person who qualifies after three or four years, they get their degree, a Bachelor of Arts, a Master of Arts, or whatever it is, once they get that, they stay in this country and use those skills to the benefit of our economy. If they don't, they pay. Is that a good idea? I know college, I know the students are there going, no, I don't believe you're even suggesting this. It's not me. The government are kind of saying it. You know what I mean? They're, they're just, yes, it was suggested in government that it's time to consider requiring nursing and medical graduates to stay in the country for a number of years after they graduate. The only way you can do that is by financially rewarding them for doing it. The number is 87 Is that a good idea? So let's abolish all fees. Those three grands, the four grands, gone. And provided you stay in Ireland, use that skill in this country, you then don't ever have to pay it back. Sharon, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. How are you doing, Sharon? Good, Niall. Good, Niall. And I, yourself? Good. I, I don't know. I think this is a good idea, Sharon. Well, well, well. If you pay for your own child's fees, <laughs> I'm sorry. That the world is, is my child's oyster if I am paying her fees. No, with you, no and that's fine. If you want to pay her fees, yeah. she can go and see the world. I couldn't care well, less. The government, the way the government is at the moment, you know, they have, have a cut-off point. And I'm not saying anything about that. That's fine. Some some kids, you know, are government funded. But I think asking them to stay for a couple of years would be fine if the government is paying for them. A couple of years won't cut the mustard. Ten years. Look, the government are the ones who messed up this country and made it, you know, not attractive for young people. Now they're reaping, reaping what they sowed or didn't sow. It's essentially a student loan. But you don't have to pay it back, provided you work in Ireland, because once you start to work, you pay it back as a credit. So, But if you do leave the country and work in another economy, well, then you have to pay it. I don't see, in theory, to, now, don't get me wrong, there's pitfalls, we'd have to work it all out. But what we're doing, essentially, is we're saying the taxpayers are paying for your child's education. Now, you pay an administration fee, Sharon, right? Uh, depending on which college they're going to. But the taxpayer is subsidising that. So we need to get value for money, don't we? Yeah, we do need to get value for money. But with the government, we're not getting value for money many places at the moment. And nobody trusts them anymore. Now, I listened last night to to a minister uh, who I won't mention and on a station I won't mention. And the interviewer was asking him the same questions that were asked a few months ago of another minister. And all they were doing was cutting the dates out. Mm. It was supposed to be February, it was supposed to be March, it was supposed to be April. Yeah. I think only when the people take the power back will this country thrive. Okay, and I'm I'm saying we can take the power back, right? And and I completely agree with you, by the way. I do believe, although we, we elect them and it is a democratic society, I do believe they're making a lot of decisions which are not making the people very happy at the moment. And I think that's that's fair to say. I think a lot of people would agree with that. And yes, and I do believe a lot of them are useless. Absolutely useless. We I, elected the ones who took the beds away in the first place. Years ago in the 80s, but, we elected them. But this is not just about the beds. It's not just about the staffing in the HSE. It's also about we're going to have a huge problem as we have a rising population. We're going to have a lack of teachers very soon. Um, and that we're seeing that in the UK as well, by the way, because, you know, equally a reasonably small country in, in the big scheme of things, right? We're yeah. seeing a lack of all different types of staff 
for in different departments, different skills, in construction, in all sorts of things. We're seeing a lack of staff because people see the world as a, you know, it's a global village now. You can go to Dubai and you can do, you know, Montessori teaching in Dubai and make yourself enough money to buy a deposit, put a deposit in a house in one year. So what I'm saying is, I'm not, I don't want to stop people from wanting to do that. But if you want to do that, you pay for it yourself. Do you understand what I'm saying? I mean, why should I or you or everybody else as a taxpayer fund somebody else which provides basically a benefit for another economy in the world? That's, that doesn't seem yeah, right. I I, it, you're right. I can see your point there. But how do we fix it? Okay, maybe in a new way. Maybe by getting these young people, these young students who are going to be these people that this is asked of them, have a, have a student forum, have a people's forum and have real discussion and real discussion with the politicians and real discussion amongst themselves. It's very hard for me. I, and I, I, There's a lot of intelligent young people out there. I'm not going to suggest there isn't, right? But when I see a story in the paper that two or three influencers on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, whatever it is, are encouraging young people of the age of sort of 16 to 22 to go out and buy, you know, an energy drink for 100 euro a tin, it's very hard for me to consider that they have the right to vote or they have, they have the intelligence to even vote or they or have the intelligence to make done. policies. Or get their lips done or all that. Uh. Going on <laughs> yeah, at the moment. So, so what I'm saying is up to us as adults to make decisions on their behalf because they're the future of this country. And, and that's what happens generation after generation. We as adults make decisions for them. That's our job. For their futures. And we could get rid of Susie Grants because he wouldn't need them anymore because everybody will get it. So in other words, everybody in the country is entitled to third level education. Even you, if you wanted to go back and as a mature student, absolutely free, provided you use that skill for a period of time in this country. Yeah, if it's free, if it's free, um, and you know what you're getting into that you have to stay for a certain amount of years, but not 10 but now, if you decide not to use it in this country, we're not subsidising it anymore. You pay the full whack. And the full whack for a course, you know, I don't know, whatever courses you're, you're looking at nowadays, at the moment it's only three or four grand as administration fee. The full whack is probably 15 grand. So we all know that the medical profession is top-heavy anyway, Now it's, it's, it's the ones at the very top that are, you know, waking in the, in the money and mm-hmm. putting pressure on the younger younger ones and not really being a great role model. Mm-hmm. There's way too, too much uh, clerical staff and I don't know what the other word is, uh, bosses, let's say. Okay, do me a favour, stay there for a second because I want to go to um, James, if I can. James, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. Afternoon, Niall. James, is this a good idea? You've took three kids. I think kids, it's a wonderful um, idea, Niall. Your kids are all heading towards college age now, aren't they? Yeah, they're, well, they're, my oldest is about three years left to go to college age. But do you know what, Niall? I think it's a wonderful idea. And especially, now... Uh, to, to use maybe something else to throw into it as well, if they are to stay, the state must guarantee them a decent job because that seems to be an issue now for a lot of schools, as you mentioned, teachers, about schools trying to get and you know keep teachers. So if they say, right, we're going to pay for your fees, no, no education, you come out with 22 for the next five years, 
we will guarantee you a job. How can you do that? How can you guarantee? Because you're always going to have clever people who have good common sense and you're going to have wasters. So how can you guarantee somebody a good job? You can't do that. Well, I guarantee as in, Niall, as in a teacher, as in a nurse. or as in well, a guarantee, guarantee that there will be enough places, but you won't yeah, guarantee, guarantee the individual a job. Place. Yeah. Okay, right. Yeah. Guarantee there will be enough places. So because every this, this field is suffering, like everywhere around the world is suffering a shortage. So... But, you know, you guarantee them, going by using that word again, a job. You make sure that they will have a job there after they've done the time. They've done that four years in college, they come out, they must work here for the five years. Then, after the five years, and let's just say the five years, then they can decide, right, if they want to go off to Dubai, that's fine. Because if we, if we were to keep doing this all the time, I think it would encourage people into that type of thing. Where Four in say, five people? Uh, young people now don't get me wrong young people have always left the country to see the world and that's a great thing by the way it's really good Absolutely. to see the world and yeah. broaden your horizons but at, in some um, areas four and five are actually leaving the country Yeah, but that's now, not good it's, it's not good and the fact that you know as you have, have emphasised the fact that the Irish taxpayer is paying for someone else's benefit and we mm. shouldn't be doing that and if someone turns around and says, oh, sure, you know, we have nurses coming from the Philippines or from wherever, but well, then let the Philippines do it. Let every country say to their citizens, right, if, you're go- if we will pay for your education, but if that's the case, then you must work in our health system, our education system, wherever it is, for a set term. And then after that, then, if you want to go off for five years or you want to go off to whatever, you have our permission, go ahead. Thank you for doing your service to the state and away you go. I think it's a wonderful idea. I think it's an absolutely oh, wonderful yeah, idea. Five Sorry. years sounds good. It's a commitment, five years, and then I totally agree with that. Mm. And I, I, I think, I think it could saying. be extended. I mean, we're saying five years. That's just a guess, by the way. As I said, I'm not, I'm not an expert in economics and how long it would take to pay these things back normally. So it's equivalent to paying it back as a student loan. But in fact, you're not paying anything because you only pay a credit, if you know what I mean, on a weekly basis, right? But if, say, somebody was getting a master's, well, then it may be seven years. Do you understand well, what I'm saying? So it would have yeah. to be it would have to be worked out based on the course you're doing, how much that course would normally cost, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So essentially, what well, you're doing is you're loaning them the money, theoretically. Yeah, yeah, but then, like if they do stay on, say let's let's just say let's just stick with the medical field. So let's say a nurse, okay? Let's say a nurse then does or four years. We'll just say uh, she because the vast majority are women. Um, if she does her four years and then decides, you know what, I'm going to do a master's in a particular field and then decides to stay on another two years. Yeah, I want to do gynecology or I want to do whatever it is, a paediatrician yeah, or whatever. whatever. Like yeah, whatever. If they pick instead of don't want to do general nursing. And then, then you know, if they decide then that they, they've done seven or eight years of college and the state has picked that up, well, then the state should simply say, well, look, we've paid for your specific, your master's. We've paid for that. We want our, our, our money back out of you. So um, for the next seven years, we've paid for your education for seven years. And for the next seven years, basically, the state owns your ass. So you well, won't no, that, I, I don't know about saying you own somebody because I, I, you always have the freedom to leave. I'm just joking. Yeah, I, no, 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 I know. I'm, I'm not because I'm going to come to Jared in a second. And the reason I'd stay there, James, and stay there as well, Sharon, because James is going to make that or Jared is going to make that point about economic slavery. Jerry, you're an Ireland's classic. It's radio. How are you doing, Jerry? How are you doing, Niall? Morning, yeah. Morning. Good. Morning, morning. Is, it, is that a bad idea? Is it, Jerry? It's not the worst idea in the world, is it? I'm, I'm, I look, I, I would see it as a further option. I wouldn't say no to it, but I don't think it's the main thing at all. I think these, these, not, these doctors and nurses spend four to five years training, and they're working while they're training. They're paying off this debt while they're training. It's all part of the yeah. package. So they shouldn't have to do another five years after that. 
But they, 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 they do get a fee. They don't, they don't work for absolutely, they don't get paid. It's not very much no, money. No, but they don't get the great way. Yeah. Like, it's only the last year. The last year they get paid, don't they? The last year, yeah. But there's, but there's the whole nail on the head there. If we were paying these people properly, they wouldn't want to be running out. But why would you pay somebody during training? Yeah, there's very few jobs you yeah, get paid during training. Or if you go to uh, most college, four-year college courses, you don't get paid. Your work, your time, and your effort is you paying them back at the same time. So you're paying for your training. You're paying for the studying. You're paying for what's being put into you as well by working. It's a, a 50-50 kind of thing. Mm. Excuse me. You know the words I'm trying to say there. And then, and then to be caught into a contract afterwards for another five years, it's like, like, imagine being told you spent five years to get a degree and then you can't work in that because you're in a different country. You know but, what I mean? but, but the taxpayer, as you know, you know, although people give out about college fees in this country at four grand, yeah, it's not a huge amount of money. These well, are taxpayers. Oh no, no, I, no. Uh, by the way, they, no. The, well, they will be taxpayers. Yeah, well, they will be even when they're trading. They're getting paid low wages. They're paying low. Yeah, you won't be yeah, paying. You, you wouldn't be paying much tax on the wages they be getting in training. You wouldn't <laughs> be paying very much at all, actually. That goes back to should we not just be? Did they ever get a thousand euros for the frontline workers? Most of them got it. Some of them did. The contract yeah, workers still okay. haven't got it yet. All right, that was said. But um, you know, if we paid them properly, then they wouldn't be running out of the country. And, and and just another point that you made earlier: free education for everyone. I'm not against free education idea. I don't want anybody who's just walking into a doctor's position off the street. I want someone who's gone through school, studied hard, and wants to be in that position. Yeah. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. No. But why why would that make it any different? I think if people want, you're not going to want to be. If someone, you, if I mean, if you love fixing cars, you're not just going to be a doctor for the sake of it. No, someone, well, if you give them that opportunity, they'll be in there because... No, it's, I mean, no, it's no more expensive to to be a software engineer than be a doctor or be a nurse or whatever it is. All these courses cost more or less the same amount of money. It's about four grand in administration fee or three or four grand. So they're all around the same price because we've been subsidising it all along. But in in the same thing, if you're a car mechanic, your your time and effort as an apprentice, you're working while you're learning. Mm -hmm. And that's you paying off that debt. Okay, well, hang on. I I didn't mention apprenticeships here for that particular reason, that apprenticeships are very different. Well, I don't think so, really. Well, they are. Because as you rightly said, in an apprenticeship, you are working in the garage. Now, you do take a year in college as well, but you are working in the garage. As soon as a nurse goes in, they're working as well, you know. Doctors are working as well. They might trail around for the first six months or so. But after that, they're working. Yeah, but you couldn't leave it to a, a nurse, uh, although they are probably doing it, uh, you know, who's only got two years' experience with somebody who's dying in a bed. You know, generally, you're not supposed to anyway. They're not meant to. No, but but they'd be doing other tasks as well, like they'd be yeah. getting bandages. But that's out, training. You know, they are working, you know. But that's yeah, training. So, but, that, but that's the point I'm making. That's part of the training. They're also putting their time and effort in. Okay. So they're paying, they're paying for their education. So they shouldn't have to continue paying that after they finish doing it. I don't, but I, I don't want to just focus on nurses. There's a million courses out there. James, but is that a fair point that Jeremy makes? Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan show. What does it actually cost? Us? They let, as I said, let's just stick with a nurse now, no, just for the sake of the topic. What does it actually cost the state take an 18-year-old straight from, from school into college now. So if you have lecturers, lecturers are paid 150k a year, Niall. No, so if you have a couple of lecturers, so like one lecture over a four-year course is paid the bulk of 600 grand to educate that nurse. Well, well if you base so, it on what they charge in other countries for college fees, depending on the country you go to, I suppose. States, any, yeah, well, any, well, the, the States is a whole different ballgame. Mind you, yeah. I was only reading this morning, I think it was uh, Jane was telling me this morning there, she was reading an article about the, the debt 
or maybe been seen of the debt in the United States, something like thirty-five trillion or something like that. The American it's people, all private education. Yeah. Most, most of the Ivy League skills over there are all private. Like, so they're, they're thinking private. of writing off this debt uh, in yeah, America. Two fifty-three grand. Well, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I, no. Look, I, I think that if someone, if the state has paid for somebody's education, and that's what they have, and even if they have worked as a nurse or a student doctor, and as you said. They'd be earning virtually nothing and paying virtually nothing in tax, and they are getting, you know, the experience of working on wards or, or in surgical theatres and stuff like that. You know, even when they're in there now, they're still, you know, they they um, they're mm-hmm. still getting trained in there as well. So, but the fact that the state will pay hundreds of thousands to train these nurses, these doctors, even even into the millions now to train these people for another country to benefit. So they should, like, even as I said, if they have to the train or four years. Like, you know, they should certainly walk back wherever about the small amount of tax that they'll pay when they're still here. It, would, it wouldn't even cover what the state has actually paid for them, Niall, because okay. realistically, if you're, if you're going to nursing college for four years, you know, they're in colleges and you have different teachers. You've got admin in, in the colleges who have to admin everything for them. The three grand you pay doesn't even cover that. It doesn't even scratch the surface on it. No, I, I, and that's a fair point, Jerry, because if you're in any other country in the world for that same course, per year would be costing you 25 grand. So, you know, the very fact that you're paying three or four grand for that course Again, is nothing. Your, your labour your labor is helping pay that off by working. Uh, it's not paying off that though, much. If you, would, you, would you go into this if you knew you had to stay an extra five years after you're finished? Well, no, but hold on, here's the thing. If you don't want to stay, that's fine. So you just pay it back. Because, I mean, are you, do you work, Jer, pay tax? Of course I do, yeah. Uh, don't say, of course I do. Some people don't work. <laughs> um, if you work, if you work on a main tax, well, well, then it's your taxes that are paying for other people to be educated. And by the way, I've no difficulty with that. I've no problem Look, with this, that. This is, this is assisting the society. You're contributing to society. I'd rather pay for this than somebody that's stuck and pay tax. Well, this is true. But, but in saying that, you want to get your value for your... I mean, the government have a duty and a responsibility to get the best value for money for your tax. That's their job. Right? Yeah, they fail in that miserable. Well, they do. In, in, you know, mo- in most ways, they do. But but they did suggest this yesterday that it's time to consider requiring nurses and medical graduates to stay in the I, country. I now, I, I'm not just going to focus on the nursing and medical graduates. I'm talking about all courses, by the way, that are necessary. I mean, we have a huge problem with teaching. We have a huge problem with construction. We have a huge problem in many different areas of this country where we, people are leaving the country after they qualify. So, well, stay there for a second. Let me go to Pat as well. Pat, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. Hey, Hi, how are you? Good, Pat. Hi. As a few minutes have gone on, I'm very open and very... Because I just completed college a couple of years ago, and I will say three of my years were paid, or but I had to pay my final year because I went back as I was working full-time. Yeah. Um, the, the, the free fees were brought in to try and find the best of our students across the board. Yeah. Not not just the educated mammy and daddy sending their child off to college and stuff like that, and the child walks out of college after two years saying, mammy and daddy, I don't like that. And that was grand. It was brought in for that system. It was brought in to find the best of our country. And we found the best of our country. That was fine. Yeah, to give everybody then, an opportunity. Yeah. Everybody had opportunity. But then as time has gone on, we, we've taken that opportunity and it's been kind of hashed and quadrants and stuff like that. And it comes down to the value of the student going in. Great, great leaving certain stuff. But the thing, the thing I found when I went to the first year, and I was delighted to get back into college, I, I, it's something I always wanted to do all my life. Like, there's a massive dropout in first year of first-year students from Leaving Cert because most of them haven't got a clue what to do in the first place. Mm-hmm. They're there because of mommy and daddy, and they just don't know. Engineering I, I, I don't, and arts, I believe, are the biggest dropouts. 
arts especially. I mean, yeah. like, go the class I start off with arts and then half of them are gone the following yeah, year. Arts seems to be one of those courses that your mommy and daddy want you to go to college. You have no idea what you want to do, so you just go into I want you to go to college because <laughs> I didn't have that opportunity. I didn't have that education. And my kids aren't going to do and go through what I went through. With that, we've lost apprenticeships, proper apprenticeships. We've lost proper laborers, fitters, plumbers, electricians across the board. I mean, it's, it's a harsh. But there is a point where I do kind of agree with, you know, we're given the opportunity to have an education. Maybe it's an opportunity to give a little bit back to the state. But when a nurse leaves college and goes to try and get a job and they're impacted with the lack of wages, but the hours they have to do, the schedules they have to do, they're, I'm not looking after one ward, I'm looking after four wards. You know, and again, we all have back to the nurses thing because it's a big question in this country. Um, we, it's about administration, and we don't, we just don't administrate things properly in this country. But the reason and that, but the reason that we have one nurse, you know, looking after fifteen patients, where she should only be, or he should only be looking after four or five, um, or probably looking after more, to be honest, which particularly on the night shifts, is because we don't have enough staff. And we don't have enough staff because... We, and By the way, we've no shortage of beds. People keep going on about beds, beds, beds. There is no shortage of, be- of physical beds. The problem is we don't have the staff to man those beds. We don't have the staff. But when you take in certain situations, certain areas, and I won't name a certain hospital, I won't name this place or anything like that, but when 48% of that hospital is administration, you're leaving 52% of nurses and doctors. That, that, that's by the way, I look, I have mentioned this before. Actually, I got into trouble the last time I was on television one night and I mentioned, the fold, as I called them, the folder holders. The so, folder holders. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so these ones that run around hospitals with a folder in their arm doing nothing and getting paid more than nurses and doctors is ridiculous. You know? Yeah, and, but and, but, and, but that, I don't want to get into a debate about the, the, the pitfalls of the HSC. We all know what the... I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to work out why for the last 30 years the HSC has been a disaster, right? And for every successive Minister of Health has promised to fix it and none of them have... They've all failed miserably. It's not about money. It's about administration. But one of the key things to it that was mentioned yesterday, and this goes for all sectors, not just doctors and nurses, it goes for teaching and construction and everything else, yeah. is people leaving the country... And, and Ireland is a small country. We have a huge diaspora across the world. We've actually got the biggest diaspora probably for any small country in the world. But in saying that, when we see so many people leave the country after we've paid to educate them, it's a little bit unfair in our little economy. Well, it, it, it's unfair on the economy when the person who has worked hard to get that, especially nurses. I, I mean, when your um, caucus there talked about the pensions and they're over in the hospitals all the time with, with patients and stuff like that. Actually, in colleges now, they don't do that. Most of the nursing studies is done in the college, and I think maybe in the, the last year, the last year, yeah, last yeah, they did some some work over in the hospitals, which to me was a bit of a card because like some most of the hospitals had nursing homes in them where you had to go in there, you had to be there for five days a week, you went home the weekend, and you were constantly experiencing what was going on. But you know, when, when you come out of college and you worked hard to get that degree that says you were really, really good at what you were, you worked really hard for this. And then you go into an environment where, look, we'll give you a part-time contract for a few months to see how you get on. You know, it becomes very degrading. Nurses are fantastic in this country, but they're tired. 
Okay, well, listen, on that point, I have to go into a break. Um, Joe, I'm going to be coming with you. I'll come to you straight after the break as well. Uh, thank you, Pat. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number is 087-188-0008. Now, I have a lot of messages, uh, voice messages that people are sending in, and I want to try and get to some of them, uh, which I will. I'll just play one before the break if I can, and just uh, let's see what this one's all about. Niall, as ever, it's a great show. I was uh, asked to come on and comment, and I now understand why, having listened to it. We are a democracy. We have guaranteed to pay for an education. We cannot demand that people stay if working in the HSE or in a private hospital, which I've done, is unbearable, stressful. Um, The management don't give you any support, even if there is full staff. It's just not fair. And if we start doing that, we're going down the uh, dictatorship rule. And if we do it in universities and say, you have to stay... They'll not join nursing. They'll not join doctors. They'll not join up for anything. And we'll end up having to import more nurses, more doctors. We have to um, be realistic about what is happening in this world Mm -hmm. and how Ireland is not a good place to work anymore unless you're in tech. Cheers. That's just my humble opinion. Bye. And your humble opinion is extremely important, and you are right. The tech industry, of course, is where you make the most amount of money uh, in this country, you know, depending on what you're involved in. Of course, the tech industry seems to bail off a lot of money. Uh, your fear is, obviously, that, you know, when you're working in the HSE, particularly in Ireland, you're under a huge amount of stress. It's a bad environment to work in, and I couldn't agree with you more. It probably is a dreadful environment. But if we had more staff in it, I think that would be a better, I would like to think, uh, trusting the government to do a better job. I think that would be a better environment for them to work in. And you're not forcing people to stay. You're just saying, if you don't stay, well, then you have to start paying back what the taxpayer has paid for you to, to train you. to Because that training allows you then to earn an income for the rest of your life. So you're benefiting from that that money that the taxpayer has funded your education, if you know what I mean. I mean, the taxpayer is responsible for your education until you're 18 years of age. But from that point onwards... You technically should be on your own. You should be able to stand on your own two feet, pay for your own education, which benefits you in the future and your success. But I get what you're saying. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Isn't it a bad idea in oil um, doing the tax credits for the fees? I think the main problem here is nobody wants to work in this country for the HSE or as a school teacher. Mm. The wages are crap. Mm. The hours are even worse. And the working conditions are horrendous. Who wants to stay in work in, in, a, in a company that's just in complete and utter tatters? Um, when you say the wages are, are not crap, in comparison to most European countries, we're actually not that low at all. Uh, in relation to working conditions, as a teacher, I don't think it's too bad. I think as a nurse, it's appalling. Or as a doctor, it's probably appalling. Um, but I, I understand the, some of the point that you're making there, but I think it could be a lot better if there was more staff. Let me go to John. John, you're an Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. How are you doing, John? Oh, you know, um, I think you're spot on. Like, like these people, we're paying 30, 40 grand a year for these people in college, right? And then when they qualify, they rip us off. You know, you look at... When, when you say they rip us off, well, I don't think they're intentionally ripping us off, but you believe by leaving the country, and they're robbing us. Bit, well, <laughs> look at it, dentists are charging 78 a year for a filling. I mean, okay, they're good, but are they that good, like... You oh, you, I mean? you mean so like a dentist that you've paid in your taxes 30 grand to train and then you yeah. go to see him to have a filling and he rips you 
and he charges yeah. you over and above what he should be charging you. Exactly. And like, I didn't go to college and I'm paying that person to go to college and then when they qualify, they rip me off. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you look at the college students then like, I wasn't uh, thinking they're, of it all, like that, they're all left wing and liberal when they're in college and when they qualify, they go right wing and you know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah, people do. People's attitudes tend to change. Yeah, well, they, their attitudes do change as they get older. People become more conservative, they say, as they get older. They but do. John, they, do. do you do you think they should have to pay back the fees unless they work here? They'd be still ripping you off if they were working here. By the way, well, the dentist I'm talking about. There should be some system in place like that. They charge less or something like that for ten years after they qualify and and don't go into crazy money, like you know. <laughs> I don't know how you. I don't know how you would. I don't know how you'd control that one, John. I really don't. Let me go to Bernie as well. Bernie, you're in Ireland's Classic. It's Radio. How are you doing, Bernie? Hi, Niall. I just, as a nurse, I trained in 1976 to 1980, and I thought my training was excellent. Mm-hmm. And I got paid. I lived in the nurse's home. I was on duty at 8 o'clock every morning. I learned from my pre, my oh, the older people in nursing, you know, the older nurses. Yep. Uh, we were taught in the classroom. We went down and had uh, lectures. And we attended and did exams until we qualified on a weekly or monthly basis. We did night duty, we did day duty, we did everything with everybody. We worked with porters, with the cleaners, we worked with everyone. So we learned how to be, how to do our job, yeah. proper and decent. Some of the nurses today have never, you know, they don't go in the wards. It's too late when they get to the wards. And they probably have made, maybe made a mistake. And they all have a lot of points. All this point system is looking after people we are doing. Yeah. And I, I, I think you have, it, it takes long and hard to, to train, to, to be a nurse. Of course. You can't just a, learn it off a book. No, and it you is, a, and it is a vocation. A you have yeah. to see, you have to look in somebody's eye. You have to see their ear. You have to see when somebody's bleeding. You have to learn. You can't learn it in, 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 in a book or a nurse that has the experience running across who's done wound care and telling you in your college. You can't imagine or I can't envisage that you would imagine how to look after that person. No, I always, I always think on-site training is always better. Always Absolutely. better. Absolutely, and I don't know why it changed. I know, okay, that nurses weren't felt they weren't being respected or weren't on the equal footing as the doctors, but we are nurses are much better at most okay. nurses. I feel the way we were trained, we're trained well. Okay, but let's let's have respect for all nurses and doctors because it is a difficult, a difficult job. But in, in relation to the training that they get or the college that they get, uh, and not just for nursing, but for teachers and other you know uh, fields that we really need badly, do you believe all those fees should be free provided they stay in the country for a period of time? Or is that unfair, as some people are saying, that you're kind of forcing people to stay here? It's a very... It, I mean, the whole thing has to be revamped. Mm-hmm. We just have to revamp it. Somebody has the knowledge somewhere how to revamp it. It's not right. It's going down the tubes. The, the whole lot, the whole system, the education. Well, it's going down the tubes here. because we don't. What's happening is that the majority of people who train as nurses and doctors in Ireland are leaving the country after they, they qualify. That's but the reason. Horrend- yeah, because it, what, what the system is not right. The system is broken. But, like but, so but is that, not, is that not part of the reason why the system is broken? Because but the HSC is broken. Uh, um, I mean, it is broken for a long time. It's been broken since the, two, the early 2000s. It's been broken. They, they have closed down hospitals. You have six and a half million people living in the country at the moment, and you have a quarter of the hospitals that were in the place in the 1970s and 80s. Like, what's that about? Mm-hmm. And those hospitals were run efficiently, and they had, you know... You're talking about the regional the hospital situation. That we well, you know, like, you take yeah. Mercer's Hospital, you take, Bo- yeah. you, take uh, you know, the Richmond, you take all those hospitals. There was a Harcourt Street 
you know, there was the Paddy Dunn's, there was Bagot Street. They were working at full capacity in the day when there was four and a half million people here. And now we have six and a half million people living here and we have three main hospitals in Dublin and that's it. Like, it cannot, it doesn't work. But, but would, would the idea work? You said we have to rebuild the system, right? And I'm not going to Absolutely. disagree. With, I'm not disagreeing with you. And by the way, I think the HSA is a disaster. But one, of, but one of the main reasons is, it's nothing to do with money, by the way. We're flinging money at it like it's going out of fashion. But the main reason it's a disaster is because we just don't have enough people working, qualified people working within it. And that's, that's a big problem. So this idea, uh, not just suggested by me, but suggested by government, could resolve that issue because it forces people to some degree, well, when I say forces, it's cheaper for them, to stay in the country for at least five years. But who, I mean, the way it is at the moment, you wouldn't stay in it for five minutes. Like but, that, but that's because that's the way it is at the moment. But, yeah, but, it, but I mean, if you had this system like this, you would have more people staying, so it wouldn't be as bad as that. But it's going to still, those wheels are going to turn so slowly to change oh, I know, the whole I know. system. It takes time. Do you know what I mean? It needs to change now. People are suffering now. People, I mean, my mum yesterday was in the matter for nearly six hours with a fractured neck sitting on a wheelchair waiting to be seen. You know, no, no, no. And and I'm barely, I'm not disagreeing with you. That's completely, completely unacceptable in a modern society, in in the Western world, where this is not a third world country. Actually, some third world countries have a better system than we have. Eileen, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. Eileen, I didn't intend the topic to be totally about medical students, but it seems to have gone down that road. Um, But would you agree with this kind of idea? Um, I've actually, I've heard the topic kind of a lot in the radio recently about how medical students should stay in Ireland um, and it does drive me a bit bonkers. I don't think a lot of people realise that even like in the system the way it is now we have in my course say there's almost 100 international students who are being trained here as doctors and they're so amazing but when these students try to go into the Irish system they are put to the bottom of the list and they aren't given jobs and that's why they end up leaving. So not only are... Well, I, I don't mind the international students leaving, and I say that with the greatest respect to them, because they pay for their fees anyway. Because as an international student, if you're going to Trinity or whatever it is, wherever it is you're going, you pay the full amount. You don't... Like, the, the taxpayer doesn't fund that. So if you're coming from Iraq or you're coming from China or you're coming from wherever it is to study in Ireland in a private college, you pay full the full fee. Oh, yeah, you do. I'm not saying that. I'm saying a lot of these students would actually like to stay. I know a okay. lot of love Ireland, and they don't have the opportunity to stay because they don't get the same opportunities as us in the healthcare system. Currently, we don't have enough doctors, and everyone's upset because a lot of the Irish medical students and the European medical students are leaving. But if you gave international students the opportunity to stay, I think a lot of them would stay, you know? But but here's the thing, even if we had a perfect system tomorrow, which was probably not going to happen, but even if we had a perfect system tomorrow, people by their very nature, young people, um, you know, when they qualify in whatever course they're doing, be it in teaching or or a medical student or whatever it is, a lot of them have this urge, and rightly so, to see the world and, you know, look for something better. And there's more money in Dubai or there's more money in America or Australia or wherever it happens to be. And I understand that yearning to be successful and make more money. But in saying that, when you have a a system like ours, which is quite unique in some sense, where the taxpayer is funding the training uh, to the, the, well, the main portion of it, I mean, I know you pay an administration fee, but you have to get some sort of value for money. Yeah, I mean, like, I think we're going to be paying back into the system. Like most Irish people who go abroad, they do come back and they do pay back into the system. But like, I think right now it's 
I have a lot, I, a lot of my friends in my course, they're constantly studying. They're working part-time jobs all the way up to fifth year to keep going to college. Like, it's really stressful. Like, mm. I, I, and I think going abroad to Australia, a lot of, like, we learn so much from going there. It's a completely different system. We come back and we have so much more under our belt and we can really help patients and, that, and that's wonderful too but but again that's your choice and that benefits you it doesn't benefit the taxpayer it benefits you because you gain more experience which makes puts you in a position to earn more money and be more successful I mean th- there's no obligation on the Irish taxpayer to, in their constitution either to educate somebody past 18 years of age that you're on your, you know you have to stand on your own two feet you've got to pay for your education but you don't have to in this country because we subsidise it but we're subsidising it because we want a good workforce and an intelligent workforce because uh, when I was in school and college by back a long, a long time before before you were born Eileen um, only one kid in our class went to college because only the rich went to college so now we have a situation where everybody can go to college but we need to we need to value that and we need to utilise that yeah I think we should value that like I, I think it's still even in medicine like it's still that way that more of the population in my course would probably be upper class but it it is still very difficult, like even paying for grinds and stuff to get to that point. Like, mm. but like, and I do agree that we should give back into the system. And I think everyone would say they're really grateful for the experience as well. But I also have heard this conversation on the radio a few times. That's why I kind of chose to come on. And it, I mean, you can leave the country if you want, or you can leave it in five years after you qualify when you get your degree. You can leave and you don't have to pay back a bean. But once you say the five years, and in that five years, you don't pay back a penny either. You get it back as a credit. So once that five years is up, you've paid your debt to society and your debt to the the government and the taxpayer. I I don't see too much wrong with it. I do understand that there's people want to go and see the world. I get that. We all did that at some point in our lives, probably. But I do get that. and And I don't want to begrudge anybody's success in any part of the world. But if that's the case, that's fine. Well, then you should have to pay for it yourself. And that sounds really mean of me to say that. I don't mean it in a bad way. But you understand the point I make. Yeah, no, I understand the point you make. I just don't think it should be put solely on medical students and nursing students. Oh, no, I would no, I would put it on everything. I, I wouldn't yeah. be just on so No, no, absolutely not. Teachers, construction, everything, everything else. There's so many, there's so much demand in the workforce at the moment that with such a shortage. I would have it on everything. Absolutely. Yeah. Like and I, law, everything. Especially nurses, like you say with nurses. And I heard there was like an, a comparison to the States even that like they should pay like nurses here they start at like 30k whereas like you're going into the workforce in the states and they're starting at 90k like it's a massive disparity and I think it would be even so difficult for them to pay it back just the way nurses are worked here and stuff like Mm. they're paying into the system even when they're in college they're working 12 hour shifts you know Mm -hmm. I like I think it's even as a medical student and my family are nurses and stuff and I just see how difficult it is for them like Okay, listen, like, Eileen. Appreciate I you coming. Taken into consideration, like with doctors and nurses. I know medical students aren't doing much on placement and stuff, but nurses—they really are. They do contribute from the very start. And I don't think, like, just—I don't think it should just be put on medical students and nursing students either. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan show. Ireland's classic.